Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Open to all teams and players, the NFL's Inspire Change Initiative acknowledges the ways that systemic racism contributes to barriers to opportunity and equality and focuses on ongoing efforts on creating progress in the areas of education, economic advancement, community and police relations, and criminal justice reform. To learn more about the NFL's commitment to ensuring a more equal and just future, text NFLIC to 635635. It takes all of us to advance social justice. 2021 is coming to a close, and this week we're looking back at some of the best and worst moments of the year, including some of the wildest DM 911 messages Stephen got. It's December 29th, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Stephen LeConte. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. So, Casey, on this very special episode of BuzzFeed Daily, we're going to look back at like some of the advice I've given over the year. But I wanted to kick off this episode because we're approaching the very, very end of 2021. And looking ahead to 2022, I wonder, A, do you have any New Year's resolutions? But B, do you think New Year's resolutions are worth having? I will start with B. Okay. <laughs> no, I think they're stupid and dumb and potentially harmful, harmful. <laughs> to your mental health. Harmful, why? All of a sudden you're like January 1st, everything changes for me. And it's kind of like, I think that's when people overpromise things to themselves and like put too much on their to-do list. And I'm like, start small. And also January 1st is not the beginning. It is literally just another day, <laughs> um, which is what I have to remind myself because I actually think where I, what I need to work on is not the New Year's resolutions at the beginning, but December. Probably because my birthday's at the end of December. Mm. And I'm like, what have I accomplished? You know, so that, so, so I'm just like. So are you advocating for a birthday resolution instead of a New Year's resolution? Oh, I already cry on my birthday from stress and being overwhelmed. So no, I want to add <laughs> nothing to my birthday. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I hear what you're saying, but I will make one argument in favor okay. of a New Year's resolution. And it is this, that, you know, even though you, you should not put the kind of pressure on yourself that it's like now or never, like I have to change my entire being because it's January 1st. I agree that that's like harmful and toxic and like needlessly stressful. But I do think that the changing of the year can be a good time to like check in with yourself and ask yourself some questions about like what habits can you leave behind? Like what in your life is no longer serving you and what moving forward that you're not doing 
may serve you in the future. So if it's just like a matter of being like a gentle, loving check-in with yourself, I feel like resolutions can be good. Okay, well, Stephen, this is why you give advice and I do not, okay? <laughs> it's very clear from this. I'm just like, no. Um, but no, if if I were to think about, I think things have just changed for me. I think I've just been scarred from the past of like, my resolutions used to be so awful. They used to be lose weight and that's disgusting oh, yeah, and I no. hate it and harmful, you know? And so now it is in line with what you're saying. I really think that my resolution, if I'm having one for next year is be happy. That's a great, <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's a great resolution because I feel like it's it's too rare that we, we consciously decide to do things just for the sake of making ourselves happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's doesn't mean being happy every day because I think that's also harmful too. You're allowed to have bad days and just overall, like what you're saying, reevaluate what makes you happy. What will make your life happy? Yeah. I have a, I have a very similar resolution for myself. It's sort of that, but from a different angle, which is like, I'm a very anxious person and I, I find myself worrying about things all the time. There's actually a Mark Twain quote that I love. It's quite possible. I've said this on the podcast before. You have quoted Mark Twain before on this show, so I am excited. <laughs> so, okay, but it's basically like, I have lived through a thousand terrible things, some of which actually happened. As in every time you you freak out and stress and obsess over like a possible thing in the future, like you're, you're putting yourself through that stress when it may never even happen. So, and that's something I'm very, very guilty of. So moving forward, I'm like, I know I will have bad days and have things that really like freak me out, but I just want to do deal with them when they actually happen and not when I'm anticipating them. I can picture my therapist standing up and applauding you right now. Well, (laughs) thank you, Casey's therapist. By the way, it's funny. My resolution is don't worry and yours is be happy. That, and we did not, I swear, I, we did not plan we did, that. We did I not. I love this for us. <laughs> that's, that feels really special. Wow. Now we will hold each other accountable. <laughs> yes. All right. So for our BuzzFeed Daily listeners, your resolution for 2022 is don't worry, be happy. <laughs> All right. So moving on, Stephen got a lot of DMs this year and gave some great advice. And even though it was hard to pick just three, we're going to highlight a few of our favorites. Enjoy. Here's the first one from a woman who found out about a coworker cheating with her husband's friend. Hey, Steven, I need some advice. One of my husband's friends cheated on his wife. This was confirmed to me by the woman he cheated with, who is one of my coworkers. To add insult to injury, the wife is pregnant, but the pregnancy is not known yet. I really feel like I need to somehow tell the wife that her husband slept with another woman, but I don't really know how to go about it or if I should at all. The wife and I know each other, but not well. The situation has really bothered me since I found out. What should I do? Okay, well, you're a good person for wanting this woman to know the truth about her husband. And and I don't blame you for wanting her to know. I certainly want her to know too. But I think you should pump the brakes a bit before deciding that you are the person for this job. You say you know this woman, but not well. And ideally, this is the sort of information that should come straight from the source. That source being her husband, the guy who actually did the cheating. Um, And if the information can't or won't come from him, the next best option is for her to hear it from someone she actually knows and trusts deeply. 
There's also the fact that this cheater is your husband's friend. And while I really don't care if you were to blow up the cheater's life, I worry that doing so would put your husband's friendship at risk, which would then in turn possibly put your marriage at risk. Or to say it another way, if your husband is trusting that you will keep this a secret, if he's asking you not to intervene on a situation involving his circle of friends, I think you should try to honor that, even if keeping the secret feels a little bit icky and gross. But here's the good news. I do think there is something you can do in this whole mess. You and your husband have a close personal relationship with the cheater here, and that's the guy who should actually be the one to break this news to his wife. And I think as his friends, it would be absolutely appropriate in this situation for you guys to sit him down and urge him to do the right thing here. I mean, just lay it out for him. Explain that the woman he cheated with is now telling people about the affair, including you. You can point out to him that things like this don't tend to stay a secret for long. If people are already talking about it, which they are, it's only a matter of time before his wife hears it. It's going to be really bad when she finds out, but wouldn't it be like at least 30% better if she heard it directly from him in a voluntary sort of way? I hope he listens to you and tells his wife the truth, because at the end of the day, that job should be his, not yours. Okay, Stephen, do you know what I also really hate about this? That this guy who's cheating has, like, made her feel this way. Like, he has not only is he, like, ruining his personal relationships, he's also, like, putting that, like, guilt and weight onto other people. Oh, absolutely. And it's a good reminder, by the way, that cheating often has more victims than just the person being cheated on, right? Like a violation like this often has negative consequences for many other people in your life. By the way, it should be enough just to not cheat because you'll hurt your partner. <laughs> but, but, but it is good to remember, like, you know, sometimes there are children involved or family or friends involved, too. And so just take everyone's well-being into account before you do something as selfish as cheating. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Stephen has more answers to all of life's toughest questions. We'll be right back. At SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Give us your attention. We need everything you got fast. Waiting on reparations. We be the illest podcast. Tune in every Thursday. Politics and wordplay. We fight for the people because they got us in the worst way. From the hill to Brazil, Bombay to Kanye. From the left enclave to what the neocons say. Every Thursday, cop the heady conversation. And break us off with some bread because we waiting on reparations. Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Being a real estate agent isn't about listing houses. It's about connecting to people. I need to find new buyers every day. So I promote my listings using radio commercials from iHeartAdBuilder.com. Now every time I have an open house, it's a full house. A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. 
Next up, we have a writer who looked through her dad's phone and was horrified by what she found. She wrote, Last night, I saw my dad's phone on the counter and felt compelled to look through his search history. Yes, I know this was wrong, but I'm glad I did. I found that he's been watching porn consistently for some time. The most recent time was four days ago. Is this cheating on my mom? My parents have been happily married for over 15 years, and I'm 99% sure my mom doesn't know because I know her opinion on that stuff. What do I do? Do I confront him first or do I tell her? Do I not say anything for the sake of their marriage and my family? I am extremely conflicted over this, so please respond. Steven, I have a lot of thoughts, so I want you to go first. (laughs) All right, sounds good. Well, letter writer, I have good news for you because my advice here is actually super easy. You should do absolutely nothing here. And I could pretty much stop there because nothing is really all you should do. Forget you saw it, do not go to your mother about it, and move on with your life. And if being silent about this makes you uncomfortable, I hope this doesn't sound harsh, but maybe you can kind of like chalk that up as like your small punishment for invading your father's privacy, (laughs) which I just need to say was very, very wrong. And you can say that you don't regret it and that's your business, but it was still wrong. I will give you a few reasons why you shouldn't feel bad about the porn though. And I hope these things do make you feel a little bit better. First of all, watching porn is not cheating on a partner. It's just not. Second of all, you say that your mom wouldn't approve, and maybe you're right about that, but also maybe you're not. A typical mother isn't going to tell her child like, oh, by the way, sweetie, your dad watches porn and I am totally cool with that. Now, you may know that your mom has some negative feelings about porn, but it's quite possible that that's the lecture she's giving her children about porn. And the rules that might apply to a minor living under her roof may not apply to her adult husband. Maybe she's fine with him watching porn. Heck, if it makes you feel better, maybe they watch porn together. You you might think you know what's going on in your parents' marriage, but you just don't. And then third and finally, even if his porn viewing did somehow constitute a violation of their relationship, that is not your business and not your problem to solve. I noticed that you framed your question as, do I not say anything for the sake of protecting their marriage and my family? But, but that framing totally misses the mark. You shouldn't stay out of this to protect anyone. You should stay out of it because it's just not your business and you really don't know what's going on inside your parents' marriage. I think you should stay out of this one and please, moving forward, stay out of your dad's phone. I'm so glad you went first because mine was just going to be like, it's not bad to watch porn. And also don't talk to your parents about porn, Right, (laughs) which is good advice, too. (laughs) I'm like, the thought of that, my brain doesn't love it and I'm not going to think about it further. So I will be moving on to our last DM. Yes. Sounds good. Let's go for it. It comes from someone who wants to know why she was ghosted by someone she caught feelings for and is struggling with how to get back in touch with said ghoster. Here's what she wrote. I got ghosted about a week ago, and unfortunately, I've caught feelings, and now it's hard for me to shake them. Before he ghosted, he said that if he didn't want a relationship, he would never do, quote, what the other guys have done in the past, and ghost. But that's exactly what he did. I wish I knew why he did this. I called him twice and texted him once to see if everything was okay, but he never answered or responded. I want him to know that I would be there for him because he lost his job, too. Help. Okay, so... I'm going to give you some tough advice, advice that you might not want to hear. And I'm giving you this advice because I've been in your shoes before and looking back on that situation, this is 
what I wish I could have told myself. And that advice is that I think you have to let this go and move on. It is deeply fucked up that this guy ghosted you, especially after telling you that he would never ghost you. This guy is an asshole, plain and simple. And because of that, your story together is going to have an unhappy ending. And what I think I am gleaning from your DM is a strong desire to give your story a happy ending. You're calling him, you're texting him, you want him to talk to you, you want to make him unghost you. I think in the long run, that behavior will do you more harm than good. And it would ultimately probably be a waste of your time. Time that would be much better spent, in my view, focusing either on yourself or on other dating prospects who are more worthy of you. You write that he's going through a tough time in his career and that you want him to know that you'd be there for him. My question to you is, why would you be there for him? He's not there for you. He ghosted you. He's ignoring your several calls and texts. I don't think this is a person you need to be there for. There's a quote I love. I believe it's from Maya Angelou. I, I, I'm, now, I'm now attributing quotes. Steven's just yeah. making up this quotes This one I'm more today. confident is, well, I heard it from <laughs> Oprah who said it <laughs> from Maya Angelou. And the quote is this. When people show you who they really are, believe them. This man has shown you who he really is. Now your job is to believe him. And I know firsthand how hard that is to do. It can be very painful to accept that the person we dated really wasn't the person we thought they were. To accept that they might actually be a big fucking jerk. But the best advice I can give you is to accept it anyway. Accept the unhappy ending and start a new story somewhere else. Because I really do believe that when someone truly loves you, respects you, and wants to be with you, you won't feel confused about it. I also think that in dating, and it's really on hard because it's like whether you know it or not, whether you think you had a happy childhood or not, you come with trauma. And that trauma a lot is you wanting someone else to pick you. Right. And it hurts when they don't. And it hurts when you don't know yeah. why. And I think at the end of the day, it's just having to having to sit in that uncomfortable unknown and move on because like Steven said, that you know, eventually there will be someone who doesn't yeah. ghost. Accept it for what it is and also know that his behavior says everything about him and nothing about you. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, as always, Stephen, thank you for helping us all figure out life's toughest Please, challenges. It is a joy and an honor. <laughs> All right, everyone, that's a wrap on this year's DM911s. If you need advice from Steven, and let's face it, we probably all do, you can DM him at StevenLC on Instagram and Twitter. And check out his Hey Steven column on BuzzFeed.com. And remember, don't snoop through other people's phones, especially if you don't want to find porn. Solid advice. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go for your podcasts. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of the biggest stories on BuzzFeed coming to you daily. What event comes once a year and could change how you see the world around you? The answer... 
when your vision benefits renew. And now that they have, there's no better time to visit your neighborhood Pearl Vision, where they'll cover your out-of-pocket cost or insurance copay for your eye exam. Schedule your family's eye exams at pearlvision.com. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 4-30-2022. Exams available at the Independent Doctors of Optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision. The new year is a great time to reset your relationship with your emotions. We all experience things that don't feel so good. Stuff like sadness, anxiety, burnout, and guilt. But in 2022, I want to help you look at these emotions in a new light. I'm Dr. Laurie Santos. In the new season of my podcast, The Happiness Lab, I'll show you that the path to happiness actually involves embracing your negative emotions and listening to the important things they have to say. So listen to The Happiness Lab in the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us your attention, we need everything you got fast Waiting on reparations, we be the illest podcast Tune in every Thursday, politics and wordplay We fight for the people cause they got us in the worst way From the hill to Brazil, Bombay to Kanye From the left enclave to what the neocons say Every Thursday, cop the heady conversation And, and break us off with some bread cause we waiting, waiting on, on reparations. reparations Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 